0: Oh my gosh! It's Joe the Realtor. Brian, how you been? Wow, how are you? You Look at us just running into each other in this room with microphones
1: randomly. This is like, well, how how you been? I feel like we're. I feel like I should talk to you about this stuff right now.
0: Well, if you have any real estate related questions, um, but uh, yeah, well, why we're here? Why don't we just record? We got the mics. We got the room. We should just let's just let's
1: let's lean into this opportunity serendipitously. Yes. And
0: then uh play it back as friends do when we're not in each other's presence.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. So you are a realtor. I am
0: I am a realtor in the uh, Kansas City metro area. yes. oh
1: my God. I love Kansas City. big fan.
0: It's home to me, so I'm partial, but yeah. Dig big it, fan i'm um, yeah. over
1: here i'm a big fan not a big fan I, I, I haven't driven downtown in a while i haven't driven like on 435 uh, off coming off k10 there's traffic still doing traffic things so how's traffic these days oh let's see um well uh
0: it's been a while since i've gone this way but i believe it was main street between the plaza and downtown was tore up real good for a while okay All right. and um if you told me there was like Upwards of 20 accidents a day, the way they were diverting traffic and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh my gosh. We yeah. It.
1: Well, yeah, I, am uh, b- before, like, I remember driving down during the, um, I was on 435. uh, actually during like drive time, even like eight, nine AM during the COVID days. Oh yeah. And it was actually fairly open. Yes. yes. We're all working from home at that time. And I just go out and see how fast my car would go because there's nobody else out there. Right. I, it's funny. Like when you work downtown or work in, in the in the metro area, uh, if you commute, it's funny, like the difference between like summertime traffic versus like school time traffic, because there is yes. a noticeable difference yes. on the four thirty five whenever like school's in session versus when it's not in session. Yes. Um, and I will never get over like, oh, hey, summer months. We have fewer. Uh, we have fewer uh, traffic jams. This is fun. Except on uh, Friday
0: night on the uh, east side of 435 leaving town where everybody is going out of town to go to Lake of the Ozarks. Mm. That jams up pretty good on Friday evenings. But uh, otherwise, like, I don't know. some Like everybody in the KC metro area leaves work early on Friday afternoons. It's like rush hour is
1: over by like 3. You nah. know? It's <laughs> like, How about that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the um, – yeah, no, there's this – it's weird where the uh, – Like kind of where the backups happen as well. But this is not a show about traffic, which would be an amazing podcast.
0: Oh, no. no. And um, we're not going to talk about traffic, the brilliant Soderbergh film.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. That movie. I remember that. Yeah. Um, No, we're talking about real estate agent stuff. And today I want to talk about negotiations. Okay. Now Negotiations. That's like a very important part. If you're a home seller and if you're a home buyer, right? That's like, that's actually kind of tense tell me i'm wrong but i think that's like a tense situation
0: it can be and it's not going on quite as much right now in terms of um you know the buyer having much leverage because the inventory is low Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of making an offer and guessing and hoping it goes but um but uh in the past yeah um you you could try and get it at a lower price you could ask for some concessions like seller paid clothes costs um and um things like that and there that just doesn't happen right now your main negotiation leverage would be maybe after you're under contract and maybe um hoping to get more repairs
1: on the inspection or something like that Um, can tell you whenever i try to buy this house uh, and i was looking at the house um the person who owned it previously to me had this really awesome TV downstairs mm-hmm. and I tried to ask him to leave the TV because I yes. liked it so much to yes. wrap it in. Uh, but I think uh, that if I recall correctly, he said, uh, I love that TV so much. So please don't take the TV. <laughs> oh, wow. And that,
0: well, you know, it's funny. You could make a play there then like, all right, well take the
1: TV, but we're taking three thousand off our offer or something. Oh, like that, right? Okay, I, you know what? That's not a bad. I didn't think of that. They did leave a lot of. They, they left the washer and dryer. Oh, I wonder if they like were looking forward to that because they didn't want to haul it to their new place or whatever. But probably not. That's yeah, so like they're like, oh yeah, sure you can keep keep that. I guess I'm like it's a nice washer and dryer. I was like, hey, we want that. Is it weird to like ask for the appliances and no, stuff like that? No, that's not weird at all. In fact, that that can be, um, you know. Um,
0: yeah. In fact, a lot of times buyers will ask for it, you know, on the seller's disclosure, it'll say whether the seller intends on leaving it or not. And if, even if they say no, you can still ask, um, washer, dryer, and refrigerator are very common items, uh, to leave. And from the seller's point of view, if it's not a big deal, it might make the buyer feel like they won something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll give them the washer and dryer in the fridge, you know? Um, and so it can be a way to just kind of, like I said, let the buyer feel like they want something, um, and uh, that can kind of create goodwill, you know, or um, I don't know, it it can lead to a lot, of, you
1: know. Yeah, th- this reminds me of the show, uh, this movie with Richard Pryor. It's called Moving. <laughs> you ever see that movie? Yeah, I have seen that movie. <laughs> and the, one of the things, like he was trying to buy this house because his family's moving across the country or whatever. Yes. And he goes and finds this house that they like and the the home seller or whoever that person was was like oh you like the stairs well that's too bad we're taking them with us yeah and like he and they was going around like oh i like these well that's too bad because we're taking them with us and he thought he was yeah. joking yeah. but he was very adamant like no, no i was joking about these two things not the stairs yeah we have it on tape didn't he like tape the conversation yeah he taped the conversation <laughs> yeah. it's like no 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 i said we're taking the stairs and <laughs> we like why would you take stairs yeah like what's the point the one that
0: comes up more often than others is when the seller like actually takes down the basketball goal in the driveway and takes it with them.
1: Okay. All Which,
0: right. uh, um, that has angered some buyers. Like a
1: basketball goal that's in the ground or on the, above the garage door or something like that. Or like, um, or like I would imagine if it's on a wheels situation, like obviously I would not expect that to stay, but if right. it's in the ground, that's yeah. a different scenario.
0: And that, that's what happened with one particular buyer of mine. The basketball goal was bolted to the ground um, and they unbolted it and took it with them. And um, generally the rule is if something is fastened down, it stays. But um, to this day, it is still wildly unclear if that applies to basketball goals. Okay.
1: Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So we got to make a special stipulation for you, that. You
0: might, if it's important to you, you might specify uh basketball goal stays, you know, a gazebo does that count G- gazebo that would be assumed to stay yeah because that's <laughs> that's um you can't just i don't know pick those up unless it was like i don't know an inflatable bounce castle that they were using as a gazebo <laughs> Right on a
1: helicopter to yeah. lift it out of the backyard well
0: speaking of references to comedies uh there was an episode of kids in the hall where um an, a lady got her, her gazebo stolen um cool. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like something they'd think up. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is a bizarre sketch and it would be too difficult to explain, but, uh, well,
1: yeah, it's dry Canadian humor. (laughs) Like it's not going to land someone just describing it over a listening audience. (laughs) Uh, But It's, it's one of my favorite sketches of, you know, Oh, my Whatever. favorite one from Kids in the Hall is the ear bleeding sketch. That was uh, a good one. Yeah. So and, uh, you should uh, check that out if you want. You should YouTube that one if you're listening right now. Uh, uh, but negotiations are... Okay. So, yeah, you got to like... I always... Uh, my, my thought process was I assumed that... I guess I assumed that like, you know, you can make a lot of... Um, I, I guess fastened to the ground, obviously, that yeah. you would assume. But I, I, I guess I never... Like, I, I I assumed the doors would stay. Yeah, <laughs> The windows would stay and the, the blinds would stay but
0: I- um oftentimes it is um written in there whether they are or not just to be clear because as a as a seller you know it doesn't do you any good to take something that people are expecting to stay and making somebody mad you mm-hmm. know so just be up front um i had some friends of mine buy a house and the sellers put in the seller's disclosure that they're taking with them their five thousand dollar drapes, and it was just kind of funny of to us that it's not. You could have just said drapes. You didn't have to tell us they were five grand.
1: <laughs> and that's the name of the product on the shelves. Is <laughs> these are the five thousand dollar drapes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: and they're shopping at Home Depot or something. It's in
0: the five k section
1: of Bed Bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what is the thought process like? Uh, so. You show someone your buyer's agents, you show someone the house, they like it. They make an offer, I guess in today's market, I'm not thinking of 2016, but what is like uh, the prevailing wisdom of like, you're making an offer on a house, which you're probably assuming other people are going to come in. How do yeah. you do it?
0: So if you're looking at it the first day or first weekend, it's on the market. Um, at most price points, you've just got to assume that there's going to be multiple offers on it. And, um, so, you know, there's there's really not much negotiation there. We can kind of talk about what to do in a multiple offer situation, but um to the negotiating side, you can um give yourself some leverage in this market. If a home really only a week, if it's been on the market a week and it hasn't sold, when the seller is seeing his neighbors sell their house, his or her house, you know, the first weekend it's on the market and they see theirs didn't, you know, there's they missed the mark on price, obviously. Um, So the longer it's been on the market, the more leverage you have. But my tactic is, well, okay, if it's overpriced, let's see what everything in the neighborhood sold for, because it's, it's not unreasonable to offer market price, you know, Um, that's not harming your buyers. That's not harming the seller. There is a market price you should land at. And, you know, if it's been on the market too long, they just missed it. You know, that's all. And so, you can come in a lo- little, lower. One thing that, um, doesn't really do anybody much good is like really coming in super low and expecting, well, they'll the least counter, like sometimes no, they won't, you know, I had, um, an agent telling me one time, and this was during the foreclosure, I guess, crisis. Uh, I couldn't think of a better word to say there, but, uh, she had a, she was telling me about a buyer she had, there was a foreclosure and they like offered half of the listing price, and it's like, and she goes, they didn't even counter,
1: and I'm like, yeah, I kind of get it. You know, they didn't take that seriously. Yeah, this was not a serious situation. Yeah, <clears throat> and so um
0: there, there is a point, you know, where you can just irritate a seller, mm-hmm. and they will shut down. And even if the house has been on the market a year, you can't go in and just like say, all right, uh, you got it on the market for three hundred. I'll
1: give you 150 Jeez. no that's In not that, gonna work that way yeah, yeah no i mean uh, i i would imagine if that was the situation and the kind of money involved like i will just hang on to this for another year that's and true until we find a buyer who's a little bit more serious about this
0: or if there was an improvement they needed to make to the house um or something like that um yeah may, maybe uh it's a house that came back on the market after an inspection period they found something kind of kind of big like um, a foundation issue or something like that though most people know about if they have one going in you know but um you know uh, uh, maybe it has an old roof you know um you're buying a 20 year old house and the roof's never been
1: replaced you know um that uh, i'm gonna have to link to our video where um the ten essential skills for real estate agents yes. were Chad the hilarious Chad Chad Swafford our, our friend Chad Swafford who was so funny and uh the we we gave him a premise of uh buyers who are making outrageous claims just to lower the yes. listing price and we did not give him a script he just went for it he's like made up stuff he's so funny because he's he's a good improviser and my favorite is like you didn't tell me this house was made of wood <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um yeah he that is um one of my favorite things you and i have done is that video it it does consistently crack people up and as much as we put into it everybody who watches it says hey that guy in the glasses chad
1: is Mm -hmm. awesome it's like yeah yeah that's our buddy yeah he's so good um yeah yeah, it's uh if you ever see chad swafford videos or out there see him performing you need to see that guy. that guy is hilarious yes um so yeah like the negotiations uh, negotiation territory I don't know it seems like there's a range there but if there's multiple buyers then it's like you have three buyers and one's, I guess it's just now bidding situation and we're felt, we're yeah. recording this in May of 2022 yes just a unique situation right it um, is
0: it is so um kind of moving on to the multiple offer situation um I had some buyers last summer in a very in very similar market conditions we had been to this neighborhood and looked at at least two, I think three other homes that they'd gotten outbid on. And the one that they ended up getting, um, I we saw it, it came on the market on a Thursday and it was kind of a rainy Thursday where not a lot of people were coming out to look at it. And I said, normally I wouldn't do this because we don't know of any other offers, but let's go. I think, I think it was 10,000 over the ask price. We'll say, Hey, we'll just go 10,000 over if you stop showings now and let us take it. And it was a fine line of, um, I think the way we ended up writing it was, okay, they could show up Friday, but you got to let us know by Saturday, you know? So we did give them like a full day. Cause the, and, and when I talked to the agent about this afterwards, the selling agent, I go, okay, well we were trying to be aggressive and diplomatic at the same time. And they're like, you actually played it right. You know, you, nice. you would have really angered the seller if you'd said shut down showings right now. You know, <laughs> they, they just would have gotten defiant. And so there, there is diplomacy in it. And there's
1: some, it seems like there's some emotions going on there, right? Yeah. Like if you, if you insult them, like even though it's like, here's $10,000 over, but you have to do this. It's like, yeah. even though they have money, like the money's in the hand, it's right here. Yep. Uh, something about that, like kind of emotional play. It's like, well, don't tell me I can't do that. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about that, but you got to be diplomatic about it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're, you're taking a bit of a guess because I don't know this seller. They're not my client, you know. Um, though I could kind of get a read from them about how their house was decorated.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: like uh, I flipped through their CD collection. And went, <laughs> no, no, I did not. I did no, not. No, no, of course not. No. Um, <laughs> no, but there there is something to that like it okay here, here was something with that particular seller that was important um th- and this wasn't anything i gleaned from the house you know i didn't like look closely at their family photos but they said well they have a kid who's graduating high school can we close after graduation because they're moving out of town and we were like uh I guess when it, it wasn't a big deal to my buyers. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, whew, yeah. yeah. Boy, we were really hoping oh, to be in 4 days earlier, you That know? is at least $20,000 <laughs> of yeah. displacement,
0: yeah, in anguish. And, and you are going to add a third story by closing. <laughs> no. No, um no, I mean glib about it. You know, you could play it that way and act like you're really conceding something, but it's like but uh, no, this was a very nice agent, and I I could tell they were a very nice family, um, and so there was no
1: reason to get hostile about no, it. No, like, no.
0: I'm like, okay, if that means a lot to them, we can give them that. Uh, don't ask any other buyers. They can't, you
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone needs to walk away feeling good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the goal, right? Sometimes yeah. it doesn't always happen, but we want everyone walking away, feeling good about it. And because yeah. then someone's going to move on to the next house and the next part of their life. And someone's moving in. They want to feel good, excited about it too. So it seems like that's kind of the vibe one wants to have.
0: This was a great house for my buyers. They loved it. It, it ended up working out really well that we didn't get the other two houses. or three houses that they bid on because this was a, I frankly, I think a better floor plan. It had a walkout basement. Nice, I like that. They got a house that was a great fit for them, and the seller got ten grand more than they thought. Everybody was, I think, happy.
1: You but, know, yeah, uh, yeah. So these are like obstacles that you have to overcome. Yeah, these are like realtor things.
0: Yeah, and it and I get it because it can be scary for the buyer because you're throwing an offer out there and you don't know if if it's going to get accepted. You know, you're. You, you wonder, you question yourself, like, should I have really offered 30 grand more than they were asking, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, what I tell buyers in that case is make it an offer where you can sleep at night if you don't get the house. You gave it your best shot. You would, wouldn't want to go a dollar more and you didn't get it. But also make it an offer where you can sleep at night if you do get the house. Like you're laying in bed that first night and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, this mortgage is going to crush me. You know? <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. So. We don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, uh, obviously it's can't get inside someone's head, right? Like, right. Uh, it's just like you need to a- have a very serious conversation with yourself to make sure this is yep. where your headspace is at. And, uh, and then we're, we're going to go and make an offer. And, and you're, you're good at coaching people around that. I think that's so that's a good way of phrasing. it. I think,
0: yeah, no, I, uh, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I was in a training session at my company. I, we were talking about multiple offers and I, Oh, well, I tell my buyers making an offer. You can sleep at night. If you don't get the house, you can sleep at night. If you do get the house. And my manager was like, that's great. Everybody in the room, write that down. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm smart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's put that on a poster. It's kind of wordy. Don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Make the poster bigger. (laughs) But, uh, you know, real estate's big now. Kids will be hanging this poster in their rooms. (laughs) Next to their Tom Cruise (laughs) posters (laughs) and their Arnold Schwarzenegger posters.
0: (laughs) Or or it's some, like, teen who's really into, like, um, who's just a real estate nerd and has, like... (laughs) love it or list it posters in their room or <laughs> property brothers or um house, <laughs> My- house hunters desk calendar you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would that's a very unique person right there yeah. well i think they, that know, was you you're just describing yourself were not you i am i that am that was you when you're in I high school home. Yeah. And I had,
0: uh, every month I'd get a new actuary table from the title company. And and it's like, (laughs) oh, good. Okay.
1: So I thought it would be. Yes. So talk to me about obstacles. uh, What are some common obstacles that one needs to overcome? Like if you're buying a house and this is where a realtor really kind of shows themselves like the value of hiring a realtor to to do things. Uh, So what are the most common obstacles that you think are part of the process? Like that holds a buyer back or makes them hesitate Buyer or seller like yeah. uh what what is uh, let's start with buyer let's focus on buyer right now what is a, an obstacle a buyer needs to overcome where joe the realtor can come in and, like help him out
0: well if you're making a move up to a bigger home or moving out of an apartment um, it can take a little bit of a mental adjustment to realize you're gonna you may be paying more a month than you were you know um and sometimes people forget it's more than just principal and interest. You got to, you're going to have a little bit of <clears throat> payment that the mortgage company is taking out every month to make sure your property taxes are covered, your homeowners insurance. So, um, make sure all that's in there. And, and if it's been a while since you've bought a home or, you know, you're only rented, maybe talk to a lender like a month before so you can get used to that number. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it can sit in your head for a while and be like, okay, and maybe even like kind of live the next month. Like that's your payment now, you know, maybe that means one less night out a month or something like that. But um, so there's, there's money. It's a lot of money, you know, Um, the idea of putting money down, that's the biggest check. A lot of people will write their down payment at closing. Some people will go above and beyond what they have to pay because they don't like the idea of financing and that it gives them a hedge against ever being upside down in the house. If they've already, you know, paid down so much of it. Um, and then, um, so the, so again, money, um, the other thing is if you're just not finding the right house, which maybe you're not in this, there's not as many choices right now. Um, maybe you need to adjust your criteria or, you know, as much as it, Is is against my own self-interest to tell you, wait a while to buy a house. Maybe, maybe you do need to wait a while. No,
1: we want to do that. Yeah. We want to give, because we want happy customers. We do. Because we want them to visit you again whenever the next uh, transaction needs to happen. And that was my, whenever you helped me uh, find my house, it was like, we we looked at a lot of houses in Johnson County, Mm -hmm. if I recall correctly. And uh, they were, they were nice, but really weren't singing to me and my wife yeah. And really wasn't just kind of the vibe or the feel we were looking for. Uh, and it wasn't until we made the trip over here to Lawrence and mm-hmm. we looked around and we had a lot of fun uh, looking for houses. That was, yes. if you recall, that was a lot of fun. I remember that day. Yeah.
0: And we looked at like 10 houses that day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we looked yeah. a lot and um, Joe was hiding in the bushes and like pretending to be a, a loud neighbor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, and uh, yeah, we were, um, since I, at the time it was a separate board of realtors, we were Actually touring around with a Lawrence real estate mm-hmm. agent. Yes, exactly. And she, yeah, she, I'm sure she thought we were nuts. <laughs> she seemed like she was having
1: fun with us. <laughs> she was. She was a good lady. Yeah. And, um, uh, but we, uh, we, we, so we're looking around and then we found the house that, that we're currently sitting in right now that. We we loved dearly, um, but it was like we toured around. Yeah, probably it was a ten. At the end of the day, it was probably around close to twenty houses when it was all said and done. Maybe around that in Lawrence. I'm remembering it being somewhere around ten or twelve. But but uh, wasn't also the, the Oakland Park. Oh one, yeah, so we, so I'm adding those into it as well.
0: Yeah, we somewhere between twenty and thirty altogether. Yeah. yeah,
1: and um, yeah, it was just kind of like so. I guess that obstacle would be like, okay, well, you know, I we're looking a lot, of, looking at a lot of houses, and so. You know, <laughs> it is time consuming. It is. And it, it is kind of exhausting. I was yawning and wanted to take a nap yeah. and it was all said and done. It's not like Ned Flanders when he was like, well, I'd hate for you to come out here and not sell a house to me. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> not the case. Like, no, no, yeah. this is a very serious commitment yeah. we're about to make. So we've got to make sure we make the right one.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that that's very true. Yeah. Um, sometimes if you do get caught up in like, uh, the real estate shows on TV, um, it, it, it becomes, I don't know, one of those things you see on TV that you think is easier than it is, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know a better way to put that, but, um, um, you know, years ago, you wouldn't be able to watch TV programs about obnoxious couples looking for houses, you know, <laughs> um, Someone they, sh- who- they should have followed you guys cause you're not obnoxious. <laughs>
1: well, thank you, Joe. Yeah. Uh, but also like, uh, You know, I'm not like a quilter who makes 400 grand a year and those shows (laughs) that apparently they're, I think they're padding their numbers a little bit.
0: I think they are too. Um, by the way, a secret about those shows, um, the people on them have usually
1: bought and closed on their house Uh. by the time that show is filmed. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. You're telling me that television is a liar sometimes. Sometimes. That's such a lying stuff box yeah what a lying lying situation that's (laughs) the lying box the lie that's what i call the tv
0: yelling at your son vlad it's enough time watching the lion (laughs) box stop (laughs) watching that
1: lying box yeah let's read some fill your head with lies (laughs) (laughs) let's read tabloids (laughs) paper lying boxes yeah (laughs) rectangles all right rectangles but gosh yeah I'm, i'm trying to think of the obstacles that were i mean it was handy um uh, I'm glad that I didn't have to talk to the buyer, the sellers directly because right. you just need someone to like put a buffer between like, yep. there's a lot of emotions going on and it can get very heated very quickly. You need someone to like absorb that and yeah, be like a, medi- a mediator, I should say.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah. I and mean, that's the agent's job is to talk to each other and work stuff out and figure out what's important. And, you know, that's not necessarily tipping your hand to say, well, look, this is important. And this isn't, it's just like, OK, let's figure it's more like figuring it out and, you know, <laughs> uh, making sure everybody as much as they can gets what they want, you
1: know? Yeah, I mean, they'll um, yeah, when you have like a mediator, like they're like, look, they want this. But they're the sellers are saying, look, that's not negotiable. We yeah. can't do that. That's that's a no. So we're not going to move uh, for that and you're going to have to break the news to the buyer. Yeah. Like, I got to tell you, that's just, we're not going to move on that and hearing that from someone at the source who's like, has to hear that, that might cause some, yeah. some feathers to be ruffled. But when you have your agent saying like, look, that's that's how it is. I feel like you're, you're good at like delivering some tough news sometimes. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. Were, were I not in real estate, I would have been a hostage negotiator. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. 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 I think so. I think that would have fit, you know, All right. What can we get you to release one more hostage? (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, The television in the basement. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, yes, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. uh... Well, and okay. So I, one more thing I want to talk about. Um, so there is a lot of like talking about like, um, like uh, features, right? Like the mm-hmm. television in the basement. That was my thing. You know, then just I, I think I mentioned it before it didn't work out. But that was okay. I was made yeah. a shot for it, see what happens. And it wasn't for me it was not a make or break thing, but it was like I uh, see because I liked it so much. Right. And, and I didn't want to I also did not want to install a new TV. No. <laughs> it was already on the wall. So let's leave it. Yeah. But we figured it
0: out. You've been here five years and that TV still sitting on the floor that you mean to install. All these you know. we watch it
1: on the floor, like an, <laughs> yeah, it's a flat screen like an old fashioned tube, but it's like on the it's very very unsafe. Yeah, oh <laughs> I think yeah. falls over all the time. <laughs> but um, uh, let's talk about smart home features. Uh, yeah. Smart home, I, you know, I got to say, I have a Siri, I have an Alexa. Um, I, I do have not you? have that super awesome kind of. Uh, thermostat that like has, is it called a nest?
0: Well, that's, that's uh, the one I've seen the most of. I, uh, yeah,
1: that's pretty cool. Is that Canon's a smart home feature? I don't know.
0: Yes, it is. It does. Yeah. Um, that, in fact, that was one of the first smart home features I saw become really popular and it's, yeah, because you can adjust, you know, adjust it on your phone before you come home. Um, so it does, you know, could legit save you some energy, you know, you don't, why cool your house when you're not home as much as you would when you are here, but you know, it takes some time on your commute. You know, your house is working for you cooling down. (laughs) It's going to say, hi, Brian, we're a nice comfy temperature right now. Come on in. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I can see that, I guess. Or what are some other, uh, smart home features? Have you seen some interesting ones that really pop out to you?
0: Yeah. And it's a fun thing to kind of look around at because there's a lot of innovation there. There's a lot that's coming fast. Um, but, uh, um, like, there's a lot of stuff you can control with your phone now. Um, garage door openers. your There's smart blinds you can buy. Uh, you can program all the lights in your home. Your underground sprinklers. Then there's getting to be things like safety features that I think are kind of interesting. Like, there's... Um, I think it's like a vibration sensor that you can install um, along the floors of your house. And if you have like an elderly relative or somebody with mobility issues, it can detect when somebody has a fall. Oh,
1: yeah, well, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a very, very good one. I like that. OK, good. Yeah, that's better than that uh, necklace that they have to wear. Like the life alert. Yeah. The I've fallen and I can't that, remember that commercial. Yeah, yes. Yes. And, um, but yeah, if you can, yeah, if you have a person with mobility, mobility issues you want some peace of mind, which mm-hmm. I know, um, that is a common, uh, kind of thing you think about yeah. <laughs> that gives you some peace of mind.
0: Yeah, for sure. And as we get to see more multi-generational housing and do have different generations living in the home, yeah, it may not even be the worst idea for somebody who lives alone yeah. and, you know, I live alone. If I fell and hit my head, who would notice for three days, you know, except my cat.
1: <laughs> um, Isn't that how Catwoman became a thing? <laughs> she yeah. fell out of a window and all the cats, straight cats came out and then all of a sudden <laughs> she somehow turned into Catwoman. Remember that from the 90s? Yeah. Is that Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer? That was Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. And that must have been... A, I was so confused. Yeah. Like, so the cats nibble at her fingertips and now she's Catwoman? Like, how does that work? I want to... I find
0: the video footage of that getting pitched the,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. my favorite smart home feature is by far the ring doorbell yes and i like it because on my social media it's not uncommon to see porch pirates get like found out Yeah, Uh, like on their the the ring or if they don't have a ring sometimes they have like the low cost kind of high definition cameras maybe above their over overhangs Mm -hmm. or and i've seen all the time like people like do you know this person who stole my the mail off my porch yeah no no for
0: sure um i remember there was when i had my home there was um some burglaries that had occurred and um, enough people had either security cameras in their soffits or, or doorbell cameras that they got images of the guys. And they're like, yeah, these, it was enough to f- figure out, yeah, it's the same guys, you oh know? Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they have your face, Brian. They-
1: I, no, I don't, I would <laughs> never, ever would I ever do something like that? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, no, no, I was kidding. No, you were being, you're being serious. I, I know. I know you, you don't what? joke. You, I've never heard, <laughs> you don't tell jokes. <laughs> Well, I am curious
0: about this stack of waffle irons behind you <laughs> with all the serial numbers rubbed off.
1: <laughs> I've rubbed the numbers off of a waffle locker. <laughs> because
0: <laughs> then, then it becomes a very funny Abbott and Costello routine. Are these waffle irons hot? Yeah, they're hot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll be flipping for them or something. I don't know. Some, it's basically pun jokes. Yes. Yeah. With no tubby voice like this. I tell ya. Yes. <laughs> Say Joe. I <laughs> uh, yeah, <Brian. laughs> are you waffling on the decision to buy this house not at all batter up Ah. batter (laughs) up oh my god wow oh wow that's that's classic right there
0: join us for our next podcast continuous unfunny puns
1: (laughs) (laughs) my mom would like him my mom she heard that she heard that she'd be like Oh, I like pun jokes. Yay.
0: We're going to find out if your mom listens to our podcast now.
1: I assure you she does she not. <laughs> She's not interested in real estate podcasts. <laughs> if it's not cheers episodes <laughs> or the guy's grocery games, <laughs> we are not, we're not interested. Uh-huh. Or the game show network. She likes that show a lot. That channel with uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, it's, uh, it's not the game show. He, he was family feud, but they play yeah. a lot of family. Movies. She likes that channel with uh, that, sh- that game show on it. But, um, yeah so smart like homes, you have, yes. the what smart homes yes smart homes right smart uh, homes Yeah, the ring doorbell it's been kind of cool and the uh, yeah it's it's, it's just kind of changed the landscape of everything a lot of yeah. cameras seems like a lot of these integrations have cameras or yep running it from your phone yep
0: uh there's a lot of voice control now um
1: just with, like in the movies back in the 90s yeah <laughs> that was cool you saw that back in the now it's real yeah basically all these like tech people who like grew up the same time we grew up like they're making what happened in the movies like 30 years ago happen.
0: i i think um tomorrow um and next week is actually blade runner is going to happen in real life mm. yes
1: well as long as it's not like escape from la <laughs> or new york they stopped to la and new york Did they make another Was one of that? those like a I escape from that. kansas city yeah <laughs> escape from des moines <laughs> Yeah. escape from kansas city and he's up up down playing video games <laughs> i can't leave i want to get the high score on this yeah. uh whack-a-mole game
0: there's a trail of barbecue sauce following him out of town yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. so yeah that but yeah the uh, they they talk to you you know make you think all these things happen in your foot. There are some times where I think Silicon Valley does a good job with this, where they call it solutionism, where a refrigerator that talks to you, like <laughs> if you're out of a certain thing and it's like, like, I don't want it to make or email me a, a grocery list. The way I shop for groceries was like, it's very, pretty basic. It's like, yeah. and what food I eat, I don't need it to like email me what I need to have. So it's like, they're finding problems that aren't really problems. But then again, I say that, uh, with some trepidation because I didn't realize how convenient some of these things can be yeah. if it's done for you. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm, but that one I was like, yeah, why would I, I don't need a refrigerator to keep track of all that. I know what yeah. I want to buy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It seems like a bit much when it gets to refrigerator level, it's like <laughs> your job is to keep things cold. Why are yeah. Why are you, Telling me what to do at the grocery store. You
1: know? Yeah, it's like a, you know how the gas pump sometimes they have like a video playing when yeah. you gas, like your your refrigerator. Like <laughs> and now for the news minute while you're looking for something to eat. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to listen, watch the news while I'm looking for food right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to see what do we have left over in here. <laughs> but I, I do like the. I mean, I do like the the temperature thing. I like the camera mm-hmm. things for security. I like the vibration thing on the floor for uh, you know uh, safety. Yeah. Um. So other things out there that are just kind of just kind of interesting. Um gosh. I, I like the it's not a smart home feature. I do like the the thing where you're showing homes. Like if you go on Zillow, people will put put like uh CGI kind of beds and tables and, and everything. So you can like so it's an empty room, but I'm yeah. not gonna stage this for right. this photo. This puts put some like CGI uh graphics in here to see you so you can see what it looks like. It looks good,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, we call that virtual staging. And yeah. um yeah, it's become helpful. It's really helpful on empty houses. Um, you know, it's something maybe a renovator just flipped and decided not to furnish. Um as you, know, you know, as silly as it sounds, you know, you, you think you can look past an empty room. It it nah. always hurt helps you, always helps you to have it furnished, you know. So
1: yeah. now you you need to give someone like here's the potential for this room. Yep and you're right. You're like, can't you see it? I'm like, I kind of need some help seeing what this could be. And that's it makes it more fun. I think
0: it, it does make it more fun. And, um, the funny thing is, um, I know this from selling new homes, which oftentimes are empty when we sell them. Um, and, and I still get tricked by, I, I don't know if it's technically like an optical illusion, but an empty room, there's like nothing, there's no point of reference for your brain to like see the scale of the room and so it is weird as you would think an empty room would look huge but a lot of times they actually look bigger with furniture in them it's like oh there's a big sectional in here oh this room is bigger than i thought you know Mm -hmm. um oh i can get a a bigger table in here than i thought and so um yeah it, it does help to at least have um some sort of representation of furniture in the room there whether it's virtual like you print out a picture of it virtually staged or or actually stage
1: it nice yeah technology you know yes. and it's just keeps on getting more technological
0: it does <clears throat> very very high tech kind of freaks
1: me out actually the ai revolution
0: <laughs> it, it can be a little scary um it um because all these things that are in our home now that are connected to the
1: internet, yep. <laughs> like a
0: refrigerator, they can be hacked.
1: and Oh yeah. Uh, or like a Roomba, like tracing your square footage or your house or whatever. Or I don't know if that's a thing, but it could be a thing. I don't know. Or yeah, or, or things can be hacked and like all the, <laughs> or Mike, my, my, uh, my Alexa, like you listen to a lot of Billy Joel. Like, first off, I like Billy Joel. Yeah. Billy Joel. I
0: think, by the way, we are recording this on May Third, I think his birthday's this week. No kidding. Yeah, he has a May birthday. I can't remember. Born in 49, so he'll be uh, 70, 73 this year.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, he looks, uh, well, he's still at it. He's still, still playing the garden like twice a day.
0: <laughs> I think the last concert I went to was uh, Billy Joel at Kaufman with you guys.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah, was he, fun. Yeah. He. Uh, he just still does what he does. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, on that note, Billy Joel.
0: Billy Joel. I don't do a Billy Joel impression. Okay, we would done with that.
1: We're gonna have some more impressions later, Joe. <laughs> this was a good podcast. It was. Make your home smarter and uh, negotiations. Can we like have a, like a smart device that negotiates for you? <laughs> I don't think that can be done, can I? I mean, I guess a calculator. I guess like I'm trying to
0: think. Uh, um, you know, C-3PO was a protocol droid. <gasps> oh, Maybe okay. he'd be good at like bargaining.
1: I want R2D2 on my side. That. <laughs> whatever they are, they seem like they didn't take no ish from anybody. <laughs> so. Right. Right. He was, it always seemed like he was right. You know? You know what? Yeah. seems like R2 always kind of like came out on top on the whole thing. And you yeah. and had C3PO who was just kind of like kind of neurotic about everything. Right. But maybe, maybe for a good thing, he was kept R2 in check. It's yeah. like, you're, you're getting a little crazy over here, but R2 is like, Oh, we got to, I got to turn this little dial that opens the, <laughs> that stops the crushing thing. And the, the death star there, the trash compactor.
0: Yeah. No, if you if you watch the all the trilogies, I think even like some of this this uh non-trilogy movies, like he's in all of them, isn't he? And some doesn't even like make a cameo. I know he's in the three main trilogies, but you realize he goes through all that and he's like, that little droid kept some secrets for people. <laughs>
1: you know? Can I I'm not the- get away from you for five minutes, R2 d yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't want to
0: do any spoilers and say what kind of secrets he was keeping, but he saw some stuff. You know, R2
1: did. You know what? He, uh, he saw a Vader at the beginning. Could R2 sell a house, though? Probably. 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 I bet <laughs> yeah. you. The, I don't know. The, the beeping would have gotten really annoying. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I imagine I him with like a blazer driving a car with buyers in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're going to love this neighborhood.
0: <laughs> uh, no, R2. We want three bedrooms. <laughs> Beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right good podcast joe the realtor uh from ks and uh yeah be sure to like subscribe share this podcast and we're going to be back for more real soon thanks for listening joe anything you have to say happy house hunting happy house hunting love it thanks right. y'all thanks Brian.